Ebullient greetings. I'm your host, Jackie Bird of Jackie Bird Spiritual Wellness, your guide to stress and anxiety relief, mindfulness, awareness, self-care, self-love, and personal growth. Welcome and thank you for joining me as we roll with peace in mind. Hey, 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 how y'all doing? Hope you're well and groovy. And a little bit of business. April 22nd is Earth Day. April 23rd is the day after that. That weekend, I am offering Earth Day 30-Minute Reset, which is a beautiful way to ground, give yourself some self-love, and to give some good vibes to this beautiful planet we are on. That is April 22nd, April 23rd, 30 minutes via Zoom. I hope that you join me. The information to register is in the show description. Today's riff is identity crisis. Who the heck am I now? Having an identity crisis is like having your emotional teeth pulled out of you. And what's left is the painful question, who the heck am I now? They are frightening because it does feel like your whole world is falling apart and that a part of you is dying. In reality, that is exactly what's happening. The status quo in which you identified with is no longer, and you heavily feel the absence of what or of whom you so strongly identified with. The mind says, there's no me without you or it. Matter of fact, there was a love song from the 70s by the Manhattans called, There's No Me Without You. Really, really good love song. Anyway, I digress. As we're going through our identity crisis, we can't see that the loss has now created space for a new form, a new self, not unlike the caterpillar coming out of its chrysalis, casting off the old to emerge as the magnificent butterfly. In the larva's case, instinctively, it knows this is a part of its process. In the case of the human, eh, not so much. We're not a fan of identity crises for they are not comfortable places to be in. They feel like the combination of a toothache, a headache, and a stomach ache, topped off with a backache, all while wearing shoes that are way too tight. What is an identity crisis? Well, if you've had one or are going through one now, you already know the answer and don't need clarification from the dictionary. But anywho, since I like looking things up, here goes with a definition of identity crisis from the Oxford Dictionary. A period of uncertainty and confusion in which a person's sense of identity becomes insecure typically due to a change in their expected aims or role in society, unquote. It's funny, looking at the definition does nothing to convey the depth of loss one feels while going through it. When I was going through mine, I remember I was in such a state of despair that I started crying on the train one day 
continued crying on the walk home. And once in the house, my then partner leaped up and tried to comfort me. Ugh, the poor guy did his best, but I just wanted to cry alone. I went into the bathroom. I didn't really understand what was happening to me at the time. So I couldn't explain it. I couldn't say, dude, I'm crying because uh, a part of me is like torn out and explain why. I couldn't, I couldn't explain it. I just knew what I was feeling. He wanted an explanation, of course, and understandably so. You know, your other half walks in sobbing. You want to know who's asked to kick. But I didn't feel like talking or trying to figure it out at that time. I just wanted to bawl. I just wanted to cry. And I did because what I knew for sure was that I was so unhappy. What was going on? I was morbidly unhappy in my career, but too scared to leave it. That didn't even occur to me as an option. I was that thing. I had pursued for most of my life at that point. What, who, why, where was I without that identity? Oh my God, what was I going to do? I couldn't imagine myself without that life. Okay, there is a purpose. Trust me, trust me on this one. How did I get through it? Drum roll, please. How did I get through it? Answer, by going through it. There is no other way. There is no magic poof button that says, identity crisis be gone. There is no delete button, no do-over button or eraser. There is no AI program to make you feel better. The mirror is held up in full view. One step at a time. One step at a time. That's how you go through it, one step at a time. When I was calmer during that time, I began to hear better. A realization here, a decision there. And as I got on with the doing of living, I began to see more light. Heck, I got to travel the world as a guest teacher and choreographer as a result of the choices I made. I got to reintroduce myself to myself and remember some things I had forgotten. I began to call upon skills that had lain dormant, some since childhood. I began to realize a fuller expression of me. I was more than that performing artist who did Broadway and TV and film and all that other stuff. I was more than that. And there was a greater part of me that wanted to express that. After about a year, I realized that I didn't miss a thing. I didn't miss that thing I had done for most of my time on the planet. I began making more conscious decisions, not just traveling along because you're supposed to do this or that for the career. I was a-okay with the rivers my life was flowing down. I was now in a happy space as a result of moving through that important identity crisis. And good grief, if you're going through that right now, I know there is no way you can see being on the other side of it. But I'ma tell you, I would not be sitting happy in my own skin without having had that life event. That I can tell you. These things 
if you are looking to move through it the best you can, have a way of informing you more about yourself. And, you know, sometimes we just don't want to do that. We don't want to get a deeper look into ourselves. But life has a way of turning your focus in that direction. Now, you don't have to look, but life will turn you that way. And then, of course, the choice is up to you as to whether you're going to examine what messages and lessons are within whatever the crises is. I probably said that wrong. I know I'll listen to this later and go, oh, bad English. But anywho, I remember as I was stuck in the quagmire, reading this wonderful article that came out in O Magazine at the beginning of my crisis. It's entitled, Are You Listening to Your Life? by Parker J. Parker. Reading that at the time was a lifeline. It let me know that I was not cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs and that what was happening was part of the natural order. And there's a quote I'd say to myself while thrashing around in the darkness. I love it so much I had to go find the article because it was buried somewhere. But I had to find the article so I could quote it to you correctly. And it's very simple. It was the first line of the article. And I quote, it can take a long time to become yourself, end quote. It can take a long time to become yourself. And what was really key there was, you know, I've been talking about age on this podcast. And as you move through time, you know, sometimes you start dogging yourself if you haven't achieved XYZ by a particular time because society says, oh, well, if you're in this career, you should have accomplished this and that and the other by the age of whatever. And what it doesn't take into account is that the experiences that we have, our life experiences make the sum total of who you are becoming. And notice I say who you are becoming because it's not something that's one and done. Oh, I, I know who I am now. Well, you know who you are in that moment. But there's moments that are going to come after that. And that's going to inform you even more of who you are becoming. So the line, it can take a long time to become yourself. Having that understanding takes the pressure off. It says you got time. It's not anyone else's time. It's on your time to figure stuff out. No one can do you but you. The main thing is being open to new possibilities and learning acceptance. Acceptance that this is where you are right now. Acceptance that the loss occurred and giving yourself a lot of loving kindness and patience and self-love and more love and more love and more love. You have to be patient in your process, patient in how you learn, patient, patient, patient. Recognize that not knowing what to do next is okay and it's part of the process. Don't beat up on yourself about it. It's not a crime. 
trust that the answers will come because they will. However, prepare yourself to be ready to hear and receive them. You will get to the other side. In essence, an identity crisis can be a launching pad to immense growth and a path to finding out what really makes you tick at that particular point in time. That's if, however, you can manage to extricate yourself out of being stuck in the event that triggered the crisis. It may feel like the end of the world, but it is really an invitation to go deeper within. And it is the end and a new beginning. There's always a new beginning in endings. We think of endings of that's it, game over, done. But an ending is a new beginning. And sometimes that realization comes well after the crisis. In the meantime, the tendency is to beat up on ourselves because we're having this crisis to begin with. You might scream something like, I'm too old to be going through this. I shouldn't be going through this. Why am I going through this? Make it stop. I don't want to go through this. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. It hurts. Then you may come up for air and say, what must other people be thinking and saying about me? I feel so stupid. Make it stop. Make it stop. Make it stop. And so on and so forth and blah, 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 blah. And the crisis continues. Unless you say, I'm starting with the one in the mirror. I'm asking him, her, they to change his, her, their ways. And no message could have been any clearer. Michael Jackson, the man in the mirror, that's what I pull that from. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. In my case, I'm starting with the woman in the mirror. But the basic thing, if you don't know the tune, is saying that it starts with you. And while the song takes on global connotations, it's also a call for each one of us to look within ourselves. An identity crisis can say, okay, wake up, time to take inventory. And even though it can sound like a loud knocking on your door at two o'clock in the morning, actually it's more like a loud kicking the door in at two in the morning, Mental housekeeping is always a good thing to do, though so very painful at times. Getting in touch with and enabling yourself to open and receive guidance and answers will not happen as long as you're in the, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God phase. Yeah, you can't hear because all you can hear is, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Getting still, breathing, and listening are the keys to receiving divine guidance. Inner noise and chatter block the hearing centers. Some ways to get quiet are through a meditation practice. You hear me say this a lot. Being present in any given moment, immersing in nature, doing more of the things you love, and trust. These are ways to receive the images, the messages that are trying to reach you. You will hear more answers to questions like, what makes me tick now? How am I being urged to expand my horizons? What is there for me to see right now? 
What is being asked of me? And sometimes the question you'll ask is a simple, now what? And you can get through this. When the attachment to a person, career, role, place, or anything that ends with finality and not by our own choosing occurs, it can send shards of metal into our mental being, into the who I amness of me, because we define ourselves with these things, places, careers, and people. And when identity is intrinsically bound to outside entities and possessions, we can lose sight of the being that is inside, the being that is us, the energy that gazes through the eyes at and with us as we gaze back in the mirror. Begin to see you, really see you, not just at the face and body in the mirror, but at the essence, the light that you are. In reminder, an identity crisis can serve as a wake-up call, but you gotta keep walking, not continue to sit in the mental and emotional morass of your despair. As I said earlier, one step at a time. And to quote Winston Churchill, if you're going through hell, keep going. Thank you so much for listening. And please share this podcast with friends, colleagues, frenemies, and family. Also, please consider becoming a patron of this podcast. You can do that on my website, and the link is in this show's description, or go to JackieBirdSpiritualWellness.com and click the podcast tab and become a patron button. Also, remember to subscribe to this podcast. Your support will go a very long way and is greatly appreciated. And while you're on my website, check out more stress, anxiety-relieving, self-care, and mindfulness products and services, including ebooks, audiobooks, meditation music, guided meditation, and custom guided meditation, audio tailored just for you, to assist in your stress relief mindfulness practice and help you roll with peace in mind.